Amen. Every day gets better and sweeter than the day before. This is Pastor Dr. Willie Lee Patterson III, pastor of the Redeemed Community Church, located at 6254 House Ferry Road. We greet you this morning on this Saturday, January 14th, 2023. And we certainly are grateful that you're tuned in to this outreach ministry, which is sponsored by the Redeemed Community Church. We are certainly excited about Monday the 16th as we will commemorate and celebrate and remember and be reminded of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., his steadfast love, his steadfast commitment for righteousness for all of God's people, all of God's children. And so today we want to share a word with you today. Uh, Taken from the book of Genesis, uh, we, we thank God uh, our church celebrated our 14th year church anniversary on last Sunday. And we're now moving into this year to make for year 14 a powerful year where we're doing the will of the Father and people are glorifying God in heaven. Genesis 37. Beginning at verse number three, and I'm reading from the New King James Version this morning. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him. And could not speak peaceably to him. Now Joseph had a dream. And he told it to his brothers. And they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose 
and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brothers said to him, shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Verse number 18 reads, Now when they saw him afar off, even before he came near them, they conspired against him to kill him. Then they said to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. Come therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into some pit. And we shall say, some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. My brothers and sisters, I want to share from this passage of scripture this morning from a subject. Let no man kill your dreams. Oh, we're familiar with this passage of scripture. We've studied it. We have examined it. We have preached it. We have taught it. Jacob, his sons, who's now called Israel, has 12 sons and Jacob, Israel, if you will, showed favoritism in the family. He loved Joseph. The Bible says, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age. 
He took it to another level, though, when he made him a tunic of many colors, which led to envy and jealousy and hatred by the other 11 brothers. But Joseph had the audacity to share a dream with his brothers. Many of us dream and we just leave those dreams where they are. But God oftentimes will speak to us in a dream. God will give us a vision sometime in a dream. And so Joseph shared what God showed him in the dream. Two dreams. That last one, the father rebuked him, but he kept the matter in mind. And when I think about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., as we prepare to celebrate on Monday, how does one ensure that the dream that God gives you doesn't die? We must understand, brothers and sisters, that God has a calling. God has direction for our lives. And sometimes what God gives you as an assignment just might upset somebody. Genesis has been around since the beginning of time from Cain and Abel. But we cannot allow dream killers, dream snatchers to stop us from doing God's will. Dr. King was powerful and, and yet he continued to do what God called him to do. Even in the face of death, house being bombed, death threats after death threats. We as God's people if you have a dream, how do you make your dream a reality? So your dream, my brothers and sisters, must have a destiny in mind. When you hear Joseph's dream, that was a destiny that, that awaited him, but Joseph didn't know how, uh, how God would make this dream a reality, but his brothers propelled the dream, pushed him to his destiny by selling him into slavery. Oh, sometimes, my brothers and sisters, we, we, we've got to understand that we must keep our eyes on the prize. The dream that God has given you has a destination in mind. God has made it plain. But on the way, like any good destination, sometimes we run to what we call pit stops of life. There are setbacks. There are setups. There are disappointments. There will be dejection and rejection. All of those are on the road to your destiny, what we call your dream. But they can't derail you because God has a purpose. God has a calling on your life. And so we just deal with all the pit stops. But we, we may get tired. But Dr. King said it best. But don't just stop. Rest if you must. But keep that dream moving. There's always a foreshadowing of reality in your dream. 
Joseph saw the sun, the moon. He saw his brothers uh, bowing down. Sometimes my sisters and my brothers, the revelation, if you will, of what God is saying to you is not clear initially, but you just hold on to the dream. Because the reality will come to pass. When you think of King's dream and, and what he saw, the possibilities for America, all of God's people. Don't judge me by the color of my skin. Fair housing, equal employment opportunity, live where your money can afford. Sit where you want to sit on the bus. Work where you want to work. The dream becomes a reality when you stay the course. And so we understand foreshadowing. We can see. You see people that can see and understand visions. Well, there's no vision. The people pray. God gives vision. And, and, and I know sometimes it's complicated. But, but, but when God says it and that settles it, you just get on the course and stay the course. If you want your dream to become a reality. You must engage. You must exercise your faith, my sisters and my brothers. Part of exercising your faith when you have a dream, I want to use this word. I want you to always remember this word. That anything worth having, you must have the spirit of endurance. You must endure hardness like a good soldier. You must endure rejection. You must endure ridicule. And yes, you must endure those haters. Those that would try to sabotage what God has given you as your dream, as your purpose, as your destiny. Endure. Finish the course. If God said it, God said it best, and, and the songwriter said it best. Nobody told you the road would be easy. See, anything worth having is worth fighting for, worth sacrificing. Find your purpose, and I, I love the saying that when you find a reason to die, you'll find a reason to live. Your purpose got to be bigger and your, your, your pain, the, the tolerance for pain and, and, and distractions that come must be dealt with. We learn how to ignore the challenges, the naysayers, the haters. We engage and we endure and we keep exercising our faith, believing that God has given us this vision. God has given us this dream. When you reflect, and as I reflect, Dr. King could have stopped. Well-educated, PhD. Four little children and a beautiful wife. It could have been about his family. And not just Dr. King. There are so many others who 
bought into it and embraced the dream so much so that they were willing to die and many died. Your dream, your vision may require some sacrifice, may require some risk. I know we love to play it safe, but for Joseph to have the boldness to share his dreams, his brothers couldn't take it. So they sought to destroy him. But Reuben, being the oldest, stood up and said, don't, don't, don't kill him. They dropped him down in the pit. And the Bible says when the travelers came, the Midianite traders passed by. The brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. Most of us can understand dream and destiny being a smooth road. But when you understand Dr. King and Joseph and, and, and how the dream transpired and how it became a reality, there was some suffering along the way. There was some incarceration along the way. There was some lies told along the way. But they kept the dream as their destiny. We must learn to accept the challenges that come with our dreams. I learned a long time ago when I was a young leader <laughs> that not everybody will embrace your dream. Not everybody will embrace your vision, even on a job where, where you're the leader and you have a vision for the company, a vision for your organization, where you would like to see it be in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Some people are not comfortable being uncomfortable. They've learned how to uh, satisfy themselves in this safe zone, this safe area of life. I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm not going to shake up what's going on. I, I see injustice all around me, but as long as they're not bothering me, then I'm okay. But that's not what Dr. King said. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And so we have to embrace and understand that when you have a dream that's from God, a vision from God, uh, God said, Lord, I'm with you always. And so through it all, he said, in this world, you're going to have trouble. And so as a child of God, we know that the roadblocks are out there. They're designed to derail you and stop you from doing what God has called you to do. Dream killers are born every day. Naysayers all around you every day. But will you accept the challenges that come with your dream? Antagonizers await you. You say left, they say right. You say up, they say down. Amplify what God has said to you. Announce it proudly, but with some humility that God has given me this vision, God has given me this dream, and I shall not be deterred, shall not turn around.
I'm so grateful that those that paved the way for us did not get tired. They didn't stop. They didn't surrender. They kept marching. They kept taking the fire holes, the billy club, the, the dogs, and bloody Sunday. All those things were set in place so that we could enjoy the life that we are now enjoying. The fruit of their labor is being manifest in our lives. What am I trying to say? Dreams don't die because you killed the dreamer. God always has someone that will keep the dream alive, to keep his purpose going forth. And so we must accept the challenge, but yet amplify, amplify, get louder with your dream. Don't, don't, don't get scared. You know, you think about just how dangerous it was to be a part of the civil rights movement, to be a leader, to ride those buses and come down south and the buses are bombed, uh, to stand up, uh, stand up and, and, and crowd against injustice. Mega Evers. The Rosa Parks refused to give up the seat. So many people saw a better tomorrow. And Joseph saw a better tomorrow, but he didn't exactly really know exactly where it was going. But God knew what he was doing. Joseph bought into slavery and Potiphar buys them, but, but we notice that God was with him. And it's important to understand that God was with the civil rights movement. God was with Martin. God was with those that stood for him. Let me tell you why it's so important to have a, a dream worth dying for. You think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Their faith was firmly fixed and their minds were made up. You can put me in the fiery furnace. We won't bow. If God doesn't show up, he's still able, but nevertheless, we will not bow. Death shall not stop us. The Lord was with Joseph, Joseph and, the Bible, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And But watch this. Even your enemy know that God is with you. They have to admit that God has his hands on you. I don't care how much they try to blow up your dream, blow up your vision. The Lord is with you and they can't stop it. His master saw that the Lord was with him. He said, the Bible says, the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Dr. King found favor with the president of the United States and as legislation was passed to make life better for us. The 1965 Civil Rights Act was passed. The Voting Rights Act was passed. So many things because when you see a man that's dedicated and committed to the point of death, you must truly say God is with him. Lastly, my sisters and my brothers, I want to challenge you to 
master your dream. Don't just dream, make it real. Don't lose heart in the mastering process. Oh, it's just like school. If I'm determined to earn a certain level of education, then, then it's not just a dream. It's something that you want to happen. You make it a reality by mastering it, doing what's necessary to keep your dream alive. Sometimes that means having to master the hate that people throw at you. Master them naysayers' thoughts. Your steadfast commitment to your dream will make it a reality. We know that Potiphar's wife lied. Joseph was sent to prison. But we also know about the prisoner's dreams that were brought to Joseph. The chief butler told his dream to Joseph. The baker, the butler. And it's so amazing how later Pharaoh had a dream. No one could interpret the dream. But then the chief butler spoke up and told him when you were angry and had me in prison, I met this man that could interpret dreams. The Bible says then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and it brought him quickly out of the dungeon. And he shaved, changed his clothing, and came to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there's no one who can interpret it. But I have heard it said of you that you can understand a dream to interpret it. Now watch Joseph's response. So Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. See, my brothers and sisters, Dr. King's steadfastness was in God. Joseph's commitment, his, his, his gifts was in God. God gave them the power to have a dream, the power that Joseph had to interpret the dream. Thus began the elevation of Joseph once he gave the interpretation, became second in command. And, and, and the beautiful thing about a dream, God will show you because of your wise what needs to happen. Dr. King was very explicit that if a miracle is to live out its true meaning, then these things must occur. Joseph says to them, a famine is coming after many years of seven years of greatness. And so the solution was given by Joseph. He saved the nation. Set aside during the great time. So in the seven years, a famine would come. And Pharaoh decided that he would elevate Joseph to second in command. You shall be over my house and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. 
And so as we close this message today, I pray, my sisters and my brothers, that, that you understand, even at your level, your dream. Make sure your dream has a destiny. Make sure that's a reality. Engage in your dream. Accept the challenges that come with your dream. Then master your dream. Make it a reality because God gave it to you. Dr. King was assassinated. But the dream lives on. We are living the dream today. Sometimes we see nightmare moments of the dream. The killing that's going on in our communities. The black on black crime. The young boys, the young teenage boys, uh, 19, 20, 21 years old. But the dream lives on. Continue to make a difference in your community, in your home. Spread love. Where there's hate, attack it, address it. We shall make it to the promised land, as Dr. King said. But we can't stop now. We've come too far, my sisters and my brothers. Dreams live on as it's passed on. This has been the Redeemed Community Church, located at 6254 House Ferry Road in Mobile, Alabama. God bless you, and may God keep you is our prayer.